announcer and Bob Gamier will bring you the play-by-play of this Yankee broadcast in just a moment.
right now, but they are the box seats and in the reserve seat section. Seats that we know have been sold in advance of this ball game. And folks, with those seats already uh, reserved for them, coming in perhaps just a little bit late, there is quite a jam of traffic and folks outside the stadium. We told you that Baltimore had a comfortable lead over Washington at 8-3 at the end of five innings. Washington broke on top on Mike Epstein's eighth home run of the year with a man out in the first inning. Baltimore got the two runs back and a fifth got ahead by a score of 8-3. to Bosman started for Washington, shelling back in the fifth, and Dick Such in the sixth inning. Palmer started for uh, Baltimore with Grabowski pitching in the sixth. That's the first game of a doubleheader. At the end of three innings and the first of two in Atlanta, it is Houston three and Atlanta four. Billingham started for Houston. Reed relieved in the early innings. McQueen pitching for Atlanta. Four to three at the end of three. And this afternoon at Wrigley Field in Chicago, a 16-inning ball game won by St. Louis five to two over the Chicago Cubs. Orofsky, is that right? a pitcher that I am not familiar with was the winner for St. Louis and Steve Barber, the ex-Yankee was the loser for the Chicago Cubs right now we're watching Sonny Siebert complete his warm-up tosses, the Red Sox with the ball around the infield, Horace Clark is ready to lead off for the Yankees and ready to step in behind the microphone and describe all the action for you ladies and gentlemen here again is Bob Gamere Bob. thank you Frank and we're off to a big weekend here in Boston, the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon. And Horace Clark will lead it off. Horace has a 261 batting average and what a change in this Red Sox defensive alignment tonight. For the first time this season, Kyle Strzemski is at first base. George got around at third. The windup, the pitch to Clark from Sievert. The ball one at low. One ball and no strike. Strzemski came up to the Red Sox as a shortstop out of Notre Dame. And he has played in the infield periodically. Last year he played quite a bit of first base. But it's the first time this season. 1-0 to Horace Clark, the windup. He runs up to bunt, takes the ball, strike one. 1-1. One, one. Sonny Siebert with a record of five wins and four losses. Is yet to get a decision this year against the Yankees. Lifetime against New York, eight wins and seven losses. Siebert was in that very controversial Ken Harrelson trade. Here's the pitch. Swinging a high pop-up. Right behind all plate. Satriano, the catcher, circling under it, waiting for it to come down. Got it. One out. Clark popped out to Tom Santiano, the catcher. There's one out. And Jerry Kenny stepped in. Kenny with a batting average of 2.02. Jerry had a spectacular night at third base last night. And especially in the ninth inning. He also doubled in the first inning to score the first Yankee run. It was an accident, however. He was trying to check his swing on the ball. Hit the bat and went down the left field line for a double. Jerry batting left-handed. Sonny Siebert into the windup. In comes the pitch. Slow curve, it's low for ball one. One ball and no strike. One and zero oh to Jerry Kenny. The outfield, the Red Sox of Reggie Smith in center and the brothers Canigliaro. Billy in left, Tony in right. Steven into the windup, the pitch to Kenny. Curve low for ball two, two balls and no strikes. Steven had a sore arm last year. Didn't tell the Red Sox about it until near the end of the season. That was the reason Cleveland got rid of him to Boston. But this year, he's back in the Red Sox rotation and he's won five games. Two and out to Kenny. Here it comes. There it goes. Foul. Right up uh, two boxes away from us. And back down. Two balls and one strike. 
down there to Jerry Kenny. He was such a valuable cog in last night's victory with the two excellent defensive plays in the ninth inning of the ball game, plus the fact that Jerry, after getting on base, stole second and scored the run that proved to be the winning run for the Yankees. Two balls, one strike. Here's the pitch. Low for ball three, three and one. And last foul ball came up into a box where Joe Carr, who is a, one of the touring pros on the golf tour, is sitting tonight enjoying the ball game. Didn't get that one. Three balls and one strike. A wind-up. The pitch is low for ball four, and the Yankees have a base run of the first of the evening. Jerry Kenny draws the base on ball. Steps on down to first, and Bobby Mercer steps in. Bobby Mercer, the recipient of a fine, uh, well, cartoon, or sketch, we should say, perhaps, in the Boston Globe tonight. Mercer with a batting average of 268. Time is called. Mike Andrews, the second baseman, wants to tie his shoelace. Similar situation last night in the fifth inning. Kenny drew a walk, stole second on the first pitch to Mercer, and then just a moment later scored on Mercer's base hit. The run that proved to be the winning run in the ball game. The Yankees uh, are going to utilize their speed, I think, even a little bit more. They're going to start taking a longer lead and going into a, more of a running game. We'll watch him, Bob. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. It's a pitch out. And they will watch them too, Frank. 4-1. I wasn't a bit surprised at that pitch out. I was surprised last night when uh, they did not pitch out with Kenny at first base on the first, uh, first pitch to Mercer. Tonight they did it, but he wasn't going to it. 1-0. Kenny has the lead. Patriano flashes the sign through the first, and Kenny gets back. So they're paying a lot of attention to Jerry. The Yankees have been timing their steals very well this year. A lot of times these teams have pitched out, and the Yankees haven't been going anyplace, and of course it all counts. Another throw to first, and Kenny's back. And every time you draw a throw, there's a possibility of an error. Three of the last five Yankees stolen bases have resulted in runs being scored. One and the counts. The pitch to Mercer swing and a high pop. Heading out between third and short. Hedgeskelly is under it. The shortstop grabs it, and there are two out. And here's Roy White. White went hitless in last night's ball game. But he still has a comfortable 354 batting average. White is 10 points behind Rod Carew. Carew has a batting average of 364 and Roy White 354. White has had 13 hits in his last 22 at bats. Jerry Kenny on first with two outs. Kenny with eight stolen bases. Kalia Strumpsky holding the bag. Check Kenny delivers. Pitch outside, ball one. That might have been a pitch out again. One ball and no strikes. If it was, it was not way wide. And if it was not a pitch out, then the uh, pitch was way outside. One ball and no strikes. There goes Kenny. The pitch is swung on and a high pop up. Hit beyond third base. George got in foul territory. Back up, back up, ball down. Coming up. <laughs> so says Jerry Wasmus 
comparing the spirit of the 1970 Yankees with that of the 1967 Boston Red Sox. Well, now we look at Stan Boston on the hill for the Yankees. Stan comes on for his second start this year against the Red Sox. He faced on April 16th here in Fenway Park, gave up five runs in six and a third innings, had no decision that the Yankees lost, but uh, Jack Aker was the losing pitcher in relief. Incidentally, Boston made his Major League debut here in Fenway Park on September 6th. 20 as he stepped in. Stan Bonson, a record of 4-4. Four four. Lifetime, he's 131, lost 33 in the big league. Against the Red Sox, he's 6-3. On the right-handed, Andrews batting right-handed, and it's low for ball one. One ball and no strike. No score in the ball game. bottom half of the first inning. Andrews, Smith, and Yastrzemski. First three batters for the Red Sox. Andrews a right-hander. Smith switches, and Yaz lefty. One ball, no strike. Here it comes, and it's low for ball two. Two balls and no strike. Mike Andrews, like Horace Clark of the Yankees, likes to hit that first pitch as a rule. Two and zero the count. Not unusual for a leadoff man, but on both these ball clubs, that's the situation. Next pitch right in there for the call strike. It's two and one. Two balls and one strike. Infield, Kenny the third baseman, Hanson the shortstop. Horace Clark at second, Danny Cater at first. Thompson Wines delivers Anthony Swinton. Oh, Territory looking up at he makes the catch one-handed. One out. 
territory. One by George Scott and one by Danny Data. Nothing easy about those foul pops, and especially at this time of the day. That was a real tough play for Danny Cater. He's one of the best in the league at first base and going after the foul pop-up, going to pop-up period. He was going down. He had to watch the ball back over his right shoulder and reached out one-handed in a basket-type catch in front of him. One out, and here's Carl Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski with a 269 average. Red Sox leader, one up and bottom of the first. Dan Boston into the windup. Here's the pitch. Inside for ball one. Boston last six on Sunday in Kansas City. Had no decision in the ball game. Well, the Yankees fell behind early by two to nothing. Here's the windup and the pitch. Fastball line down the left field line. Foul and back into the seat. One and one to Yastrzemski. In that ball game, Boston after giving up the two runs, then got 14 men in a row out. The Yankees came back to tie it up and eventually to win it. One ball and one strike to Carl Yastrzemski. Nothing Boston in the bottom of the first on Mike Andrews' home run. Here's the windup, the pitch to Yass, swing and a hot shot. Bobby Hershey picks up the ball, throws on in the second, and Carl Yastrzemski holds the first with a solid single to center field. So the Red Sox have spent three men to the plate. They have a home run, a single, and a pop out. And here's Sonny Canigliano. Sonny's hitting 307. 12 home runs. One triple and a double. Dan Bonson looks in against the sign. This will be the first time he's had a stretch. Bonson goes to the bell. And the pitch. High and inside for a ball. One ball and no strike. Just put an eight up on the scoreboard for Washington, but... I don't know whether that, uh, that should be in the ball more box or not. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. Outside for a ball. It's two balls in those strikes. Got an eight to four. Washington up on the scoreboard. Bill Kane says it's got to be wrong. It would appear from reading the wire here that they've got it backwards. Two balls and no strikes. Hands all applauded. The count. Dan Boston checks the runner. Here it comes. There it goes. Foul back onto the screen and two balls and one strike. Red Sox one and the Yankees nothing. Bottom half of the first inning. Boston facing Canigliaro. Call you Spensky is on first base and one out. Boston has the sign. Goes to the bell. The pitch to the plate. Swing it Strike two, two balls and two strikes. Canigliano now wants played up by Russ Getz to have a look at the baseball. Getz is the umpire behind the plate. John Denkinger at first. Don France at second. And Nesson Shylock around at third. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Red Sox lead one to nothing in the first inning. Dan Bonson checks Canigliano. Throws. And a swung on a miss as a throw down a second and call Yastrzemski a safe. Yastrzemski steals second as Tony Canigliano strikes out. 
Actually, there was nobody at second. That might have shaken Munson up just a little bit. He threw to the bag. His throw was low. Just a little bit to the left of the bag as we look at it. Clark came over to cover, grabbed the throw, but had to lean back and try to make the tag after having crossed the bag, and Yastrzemski slid in ahead of it. In the meantime, they've made that correction out on the scoreboard. After six is Baltimore eight and Washington four. Here the Red Sox lead one to nothing. Two out. Rico Petrocelli, who had two homers last night. Take strike one at the ball. No balls at one strike. Cutting Steven against Dan Boston. Mike Andrews has homers. One nothing Boston. On second base, Talia Stepsky. Two out. And the count is 0 1 to Petrocelli. Taking plenty of time, making Petra's belly wait. Now he goes to the belt. Check she has off second. The pitch is a curve on outside. It's one and one. Yankees and the Red Sox meeting for the fifth time at Fenway Park. Yankees have won one. The Red Sox three at Yankee Stadium. It's one and one. And the club will be in Yankee Stadium another week or so. Here's the pitch. Swing about the right back to the box. Comeback ball. Boston threw the first in time, the Sarge retired. In the first inning for Boston, one run on two hits. No Yankee errors, but a man left at the end of one. It's Boston one, and the Yankees nothing. Well, the Yankees' first bat day of the year was so successful, and so many people had to be turned away, that the Yankees have scheduled a second bat day. It will be held on Sunday afternoon, July 19th, a doubleheader against the California Angels. Day on which every young Yankee fan, 14 years of age or under, accompanied by an adult, will receive an official Little League bat, and each one has a Yankee player's name on it. So we'll look for you on bat day, Sunday, July 19th. It's a doubleheader day against the California Angels. Danny Cater steps in. Cater with a batting average of 292. Last night, one hit us against the Red Sox. Danny set the lead off the top of the second. Boston won, and the Yankees nothing. Top half of the second inning, and Danny Cato steps in. Sonny Seaford into the windup. Here's the pitch. Cato swings and fouls it out of play. Behind home plate, ball coming down on the roof and out of the ballpark. No balls in one strike. A single deck stadium here in Boston, Fenway Park with some rooftop boxes, but no upper deck as such. And it's a jam-packed capacity house. No balls in one strike. Sonny Seabit winds. The pitch to Danny Cater. High ball one. One and one the count to Cater. One and one the count. Seabit into the windup, and the pitch to Cater, swinging a pop-up down the right field line, going back to Stremski. It's in foul territory. Yeah, still running forward, and he makes the catch. One out. Still in Baltimore, it's turned into a very high-scoring game at the end uh, now of uh, the top half of the seventh inning. It is Baltimore 12 and Washington 8 as Mike Epstein has hit a grand slam homer for Washington, but Baltimore is leading 12-8. to eight. Here at Boston, one, the Yankees nothing. One out, and Thurman Munson, the catcher, steps in. 
Munson batting 255. Sonny Siebert into the windup. The pitch to Thurman. Swing and a miss, strike one. No balls and one strike. Beautiful night for baseball here in Boston. Temperature above the 80 degree mark. About 84 degrees at game time. No balls, one strike. Now time is called as Thurman Munson steps out of the batter's box. Kurt Lefrey on deck for the Yankees. one nothing Boston in the second. Yankees looking for their first hit off Siebert. Here's the windup, and the pitch is inside. One and one. Siebert came in that deal with sent Ken Harrelson to Cleveland. What a crazy deal that was. First, Harrelson didn't want to go. Then when he went, he broke his leg. Here's the windup. Siebert, pitch to Munson. Swing and a bounce, back over his head out towards second. Andrews up with the behind the bag and throw to first. In time for the out. A fine play by Mike Andrews. back to the dugout, given assist to Siebert, they rule that the ball uh, hit his glove, and then went out to Mike Andrews. Two outs, and here's Kurt Fleffrey. Fleffrey's hit it out of the park in each of the last two nights. However, in Chicago, the ball was caught by Ken Berry, and he brought it back in. The beautiful play. Last night, he hit it well up into the right field seat. Sonny Siebert into the windup. The pitch to Fleffrey. Slow curve is low for ball one. Boston leads at one to nothing. Have had one base runner, and that was a walk by Jerry Kenny with one out in the first inning. The windup and the pitch. Fastball, low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Lefrey's batting average, 196. There's 20 RBIs, two homers, and two doubles. Ron Hanson, the shortstop tonight, is on deck. 2-0 the count. Keep it into the windup. Here it comes, and there it goes, but it's a pop-up. Third base side. George Scott in foul territory. The boomer is under it. Got it for five times. So for the Yankees in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. We go to the bottom of the second. The Red Sox won. The Yankees, nothing. Well, a lot of folks look forward to Saturdays because they really go out and have a ball, right? Well, the Yankees invite you to have a real ball on Saturday, the 4th of July at Yankee Stadium because it's going to be ball day. Yes, sir, in addition to the baseball game between the Yankees and the Washington Senators Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, the 4th of July. An official Little League Baseball will be given to every young Yankee fan, 14 and under, accompanied by an adult. Ball day is the 4th of July at Yankee Stadium. So come on out and have yourself a real ball. Here's George Scott to lead it off at the bottom of the second. Red Sox leading it one to nothing. Stan bounced it into the windup. The pitch to Scott. High and outside, ball one. One ball on those strikes. Scott, a batting average of 253. Big right-handed batting. One and another count. Bounced it into the windup. And the pitch. Slow curve, he swings and pops it up foul. Maybe out of play. Munson coming back near the screen, and the ball is not caught. He got it off the screen. In his glove, but it hit the screen first. That was a good call by the plate umpire, Russ Getz, who came back right with the play. There at about half an inch of difference between the out and the ball being out of play. It just did brush the screen and was caught up against the wire by Munson. So, George Scott has a life. Something that a lot of people don't think about, but in a lot of parts, that's a big out. Here's the windup and the pitch. Scott checks the swing and takes low and outside for ball two. Pitchers try and make Scott go for bad balls. He has the reputation of uh, 
not being too patient at home plate. And one year when he was in a bad slump, two years ago, he was fishing for everything. Here's the pitch, inside nine, ball three. Three balls and one strike. into the windup. The pitch to Scott. Swinging a high drive and out to a right center field. Not deep. Kurt Lefrey coming over. The right fielder under it. Waiting. He's got it and there's one out. That ball hit way up in the air. But it didn't have the legs and there's one out. Here's Billy Canigliaro. Billy, the 22-year-old brother of Tony Canigliaro has a batting average of 254. And right now we pause for station identification. The Yankees at home and away on WGY Connected. Dan Bonson to Billy Canigliaro, the windup and pitch, fastball, accidental ground ball out to second. Horace Clark up with it easily, makes the play to first, in time, and there are two out. Tried to check a swing, and it turned out to be a ground ball. He hit a fastball, actually, which is the reason the ball bounded so hard out to Horace Clark. There was nothing slow rolling about that one. It was a hard ground ball, but it happened on an accidental swing. Two outs, and here's Tom Santiano, the catcher. Santiano was also connected somehow with that Steve and Harrelson and Askew deal, because Askew came to the Red Sox, jumped the club. Here's the pitch, in there for the call strike. And the Red Sox traded him, and they got Satriano from the California Angels. Satriano batting 245. Incidentally, jumping Joe Dugan was at the Bo Sox luncheon today that we had the pleasure of attending. Former New York Yankee great. Here's the windup and the pitch. Swing and a foul ball back over our heads and out of play, and a snowball from two strikes. Somebody asked him how he got the nickname of Jumping Joe, and that's it. He jumped the ball club when Donnie Mack had the Philadelphia Athletics. No balls and two strikes. That's a nice thing to say about Richie Allen. The pitch outside for a ball, one and two. Joe Pepitone and Joe Askew. One and two the count. Up. And the pitch. Slow curve and it's outside two and two. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. One to nothing Boston in the second inning. The wind up by Bonson. The pitch. Tatiano will come back right to the mound as he bounces it to Bonson. The foot of first in time and the side retires. No one came back on one big hop and a nice play by Stan. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. The end of two complete. Boston one, New York nothing. One nothing ball game through the first two innings here at Fenway Park. And Ron Hanson will be set to lead off the third for the New York Yankees. We're having a little uh, difficulty right now with the uh, Western Union ticker, which brings us the scores of other games. And as soon as we get the problem straightened out, we'll try to keep you up to date uh, inning by inning on the ball game between the Senators and the Orioles. The last score we had on that one was 12 to 8 Baltimore at the end of six innings, right, Bill King? At the end of six and a half innings now, it's 12 to 8 Baltimore in a high-scoring affair. That's the first game of a doubleheader. 
Right here, close scoring after two, one to nothing. Red Sox lead it, Ron Hansen steps in. The windup. Seba delivers to Hansen. He takes a curve in there for a false strike. Hansen can be tough in this ballpark. He's filling in for Gene Michael, who has a minor shoulder injury. Hansen has the ability to hit a home run. He's already hit one this year for the Yankees. He hit 21 here for the White Sox. The 0-1 pitch. Outside at the ball, one and one. It looks as if he was going to want to go to right field with that one. They give him all of right field practically. I mean, Tony Canigliano is way over in right center. They slam for a dead pull hitter. Here's the pitch. Inside for a ball. Almost hit him. It's two balls at one strike. Hanson has not had that many base hits, but he's had a lot of walks for the Yankees this year. Ron has three base hits and 13 bases on ball. The 2-1 pitch, swing, bounding ball in the hole between third and short, Texas Kelly in the hole, has it. The long throw to first, got him, and there's one out. Nice play by Rico. Throws out Ron Hansen at first base. There's one out. The Yankees still looking for their first base hit, and it will bring up Stan Bonson. Bonson has had four hits and 30 at-bats, batting average of 133. Austin leads 1-0, top of the third. Sonny Seabit into the windup. The pitch to Bonson. In there for the call, strike one. No balls in one strike. This is the second game of a four-game series between these two ball clubs. Tomorrow, a night game, and then Sunday afternoon. The windup and the pitch. Bonson swings and he misses. Strike two. No balls in two strikes. And so far in this ball game, Sonny Seabit has been tough. Done a lot better than the last time he pitched against Stan Bonson. That was back on April the 16th. He went two and a third innings, and the Yankees bombed him. That's four runs and seven hits. No ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Check swing. No, it's low. One ball. Frank, you and I were here that day, and uh, Yankees got a four to nothing lead off Seabird on seven hits and two and a third innings. Then the Yankees lost the ball game. Right. That's a uh, three or four run lead doesn't always mean a whole lot in this ballpark. That is for sure. An exciting ballpark. One and two the count. The windup and the pitch. Fastball high and outside. It's two and two. Stevens was looking for the call on both of those last two pitches. But he didn't get it. And the count is two balls and two strikes. Boston leading one to nothing. Top of the third. One out. Here's the pitch. Outside, and that wasn't close, and it's three and two. Three balls and two strikes. So Bonson has a chance to get on base here. Yankees are at one base run, and that was Jerry Kenny, who walked in the first inning. Keep it into the windup. The full count pitch. Swing and a foul ball back to the backstop. He just got a piece of it. Three balls and two strikes. Two hits in the game. A home run by Andrews and a single by Yastrzemski. We're in the top of the third, and Boston leads one to nothing. Yankees will go with Stoudemire and Peterson, the two big guns the next two days. Three balls, two strikes, the windup, and the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. First strikeout of the evening for Sonny Stevens. Two out and back to the top of the order, Horace Clark. Clark popped out to Satriano, the catcher, his first time up. Taking a practice swing outside the batter's box. 
Now he digs in a west set to go. Yankees a game and a half out of first place. Conceivably, if everything went perfectly tonight, they could be tied for the lead. But Baltimore is a doubleheader. Here's the pitch. In there for a call strike to Horace Park. Took a little bit off his fastball. No balls and one strike. Clark has hit four home runs this year, and that equals his entire output of last year. Here's the windup and the pitch. Outside for a ball that's one and one. It's a long poke for a left-handed batter to right field here at Fenway. 380 feet to dead right field and 420 to right center. Here's the windup. And the 1-1 pick is outside for ball. Two, two balls and one strike. There's one little area right along the right field foul line where you can sneak one in. But it's almost like threading the needle down there. Two balls and one strike. Right down that line is 340 feet. And the pitch. Accidental foul ball. Two and two. Yankees batting in the third, trailing one to nothing. Yankees on the third trip of one five and one one. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Clark aiming the bat out at Seabit. Seabit now into the windup. Here's the pitch. Low curve just low for ball three. So Seabit went three and two on Bonson, and he is now three and two on our Clark. Seabit off the rubber. Now he gets back on. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs. Nobody on. One nothing Boston. The windup and the pitch. Accidental foul again down the third baseline. Picked up by George Scott with a backhand stab. Sonny Seabit has only walked 20 men. Struck out 53. Pitched in 80 innings and he's uh, walked 20 men. Three and two to Horace Clark. Jerry Kenny on deck. Sonny Seabit into the windup. In comes the pitch. A swing and a pop-up foul outside of third. Coming over is George Scott near the dugout. He's under it and he makes the catch for the out. That ball almost kicked out of George's glove. I believe he got it in the webbing. So the Yankees in the third inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. The end of two and a half, Boston one, and the Yankees nothing. Well, this ball game sort of settled down a little bit, but you know, when you play baseball here at Fenway Park, when, when you play baseball anywhere for that matter, you never know what's going to happen from the time that uh, ball leaves the pitcher's hand until the particular play is over. And that is so, even so much more true here at Fenway Park. A very unique ballpark with the close wall in left field, but the very high wall. And as Bob Gamir mentioned a moment ago, just if you thread the needle down in the right field corner, it can be a 340-foot home run. But if you don't just hook it around the foul pole, it breaks back to 380. We will be back. Let me see if it's the batter. First pitch of the bottom of the third in there for the call strike one. No balls in one strike. Sonny Seabit with a batting average of 0.74. The windup and the pitch. In there for call strike two. You wonder why they call him Sonny. His name is Wilfred. 0-2 the count on Seabit. Boston into the windup. The pitch looped down the right field line, foul, and back into the seat. Yeah, he reached out on that, and he didn't miss by too much of uh, plunking one down that right field line. Owen to the count. 
Red Sox lead one to nothing on a leadoff home run by Mike Andrews in the bottom of the first. Andrews on deck. Here's the 0-2 pitch. High and outside, one and two. Johnson kept that one clear of the plate after Steve had almost sneaked a hit on an 0-2 pitch. And that would give the manager a few gray hairs. One ball and two strikes to Bonson's opposing pitcher. Here it is. Swung on and fouled. Right at home plate. The count holds. One ball and two strikes. Red Sox won. Yankees nothing after the Yankees won last night. Three to two. Gentle breeze again. Just about like last night. Blowing straight out. It's a hitter's night here at Fenway. But so far only two hits and both for the Red Sox. the windup and the pitch. Swing and a foul back to the backstop that holds one and two. Eddie Pellegrini, former big league ball player, cutting just to our right in the next booth. One ball and two strikes to count. Eddie right now is the baseball coach of Boston College. Wind up in the pitch. Swing and a miss and there goes the bat. Down to third base and Eddie Kapowski picks it up. In the meantime, Schubert is a strikeout system. The second of the ball game for Stan Bonson. Mike Andrews. Right now, it's Andrews won the Yankees nothing for the first inning homer. High fly ball that just got over the fence in straightaway center field. Andrews, as we mentioned, a lot of times likes to go for that first pitch. He did not hit the first pitch for the home run. Count was two and one when he hit it. Into the windup. Here it comes. In there for the call strike. No balls at one strike. Dolomire and Peters in the next two days for the Yankees. Nagy and Peters for Boston. The 0 1 delivery. Mike Andrews swings line drive. Hit the on shortstop and it drops into a base hit. Roy White picks the ball up. Throws on in the second. And Mike Andrews has two out of the three hits in his ball game. A home run and now a single. Here's Reggie Smith. Smith popped out. The first baseman Danny Cater is first time up. Reggie is switch hitter, batting left-handed. Batting average is 306. Here's the pitch. High and outside for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Yankee infield and double play depth. Mike Andrews can move. He's on first base. He's not a particular threat to steal with the harm of the batting order coming up. However, he does have one stolen base. One ball and no strike. Boston goes to the belt. Kicks and delivers. The pitch swung on and a high pop-up. Maybe out of play. Over towards third. Bunsen coming over. Kenny coming over. And they can't get it. Two rows back. Not an awful lot of uh, foul room here in Fenway Park. And that one just got into the seat. That's twice in this ball game. George Scott hit one earlier that grazed the backstop coming down. At the backstop, we mean the part that stands perpendicular to the ground. And then the screen flows back to the top. Munson might have... Uh... See, Munson's coming over to the Yankee dugout, so he needs something. One and one the count. Munson just wants a towel to wipe off his hands. I think the perspiration 
just falling all over his finger. Unless he cut himself coming over there, I don't know. But now he throws the towel back to the Yankee dugout. 1-0 Boston. Mike Andrews on first. One out in the bottom of the third inning. Capacity crowd on hand. One ball, one strike. Dan Bonson goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Low curve, it's outside for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Beautiful night for baseball. They've even moved the fans into the dead center field section that is usually preserved for the hitters. Two and one the count. Bonson curve ball, hitting the F foul outside of third. This may be out of play again. Here comes Kenny to the dugout. Steps and the ball back over the dugout. Two and two. Well, they've been popping up Bonson, but uh, they've been getting at him out of play. A couple of them stayed in the field. One by Reggie Smith's last time up. Two and two the count to Smith. Mike Andrews with the lead off first. One out. Bonson goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Fastball bounce foul outside of first over towards the Red Sox dugout. It takes a big bounce right over the roof. That was a nice one for the fans in the first row. Two balls, three strikes, and one outside. I believe a lady got that one. Two balls, two strikes, one out. One nothing Boston in the third. They have Mike Andrews on first and one out. The stretch, the 2-2 pitch to Smith, check swing, ball three, and Bonson is furious. He claims it was right over the plate. Smith checked his swing. I'm sure Bonson is yelling that it was over anyhow. However, it's no dice, and the count holds three and two. Bonson came halfway into home plate. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Maybe going. There's the stretch. There he goes. Two strikes and one out. Thunder, I believe a lady got that one. Two balls, two strikes, one out. One nothing Boston in the third. They have Mike Andrews on first and one out. The stretch. The 2 2 pitch to Smith. Check swing, ball three. And Bonson is furious. He claims it was right over the plate. Smith checked his swing. I'm sure Bonson is yelling that it was over anyhow. However, it's no dice. And the count holds three and two. Bonson came halfway into home plate. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Andrews may be going. There's the stretch. There he goes. The pitch. Swinging a bounding ball over Tater's head into right field. It's a base hit. Andrews will get the third at least. He may try and score. Here he comes around third. Luffrey up with the ball. Makes the throw to the plate. It won't be close. Going down the third is Rich Smith on a ball of one shot. Boston go with Russ Getz, the home plate umpire, as he walks back to the mound. He thought he had Smith struck out. Gets the ball back and slams it into his glove. It's a two-base hit. Tater was holding the bag on Andrews, and Smith just bounced it right over his head. And the Red Sox lead it two to nothing. It's an RBI for Reggie Smith. The two base hit. The Yankee infield now will play in. 
Now, time is called. Jerry Kenny's coming over to talk to Stan Bonson. Bonson is steaming. He's just frying egg on his neck right now. Jastrzemski the batter. There's a throw to second base to claim that somebody missed second, but no dice. Could have been either runner that they were making the claim on. Now Bonson exchanging signals with Jerry Kenny, the third baseman. Here's the stretch. Now he steps over. He's going to throw to third, and they step on the bag. Safe over there. idea. He was watching the base runners. Horace Clark was chasing the ball out into right field. Got to it just about the same time Bleffery did, but Bleffery made the throw back. So Kenny felt that one or the other of them missed the back. The pitch to Yaz in there for the call strike with the slow curveball. 0-1. And, and so Bronson has been the victim of some ill fortune in this inning. 0-1 the count. The windup and the pitch. Swing and a line drive with one hop. What a play by Hanson. He's got a throw to first in time, and Reggie Smith holds. What a play by Ron Hanson at shortstop. Picking right up where Gene Michael left off last night. The infield was in, and that was a line drive. He got it on one and hop, and it was one of those short hops and going to his left. Nice play by Hanson. It was a beautiful play. Hanson came up with that ball and still had presence of mind to check Smith back into third base. Plenty of time to throw to first to get Yastrzemski. Just a fine play all the way around. The Yankees have come up with some fine play at shortstop. Here's Tony Canigliaro. Tony C struck out swing his first time up. Bonson pitch. Swing and a drive. Hit out towards right center field. Merce has a long run. Here he comes. Running, running. He's got it. Five retired. Well, the Red Sox get a run on two hits. And Bonson stayed with it and left that man on third. One run, two hits, no errors. And one left. We go to the fourth inning. The Red Sox two, and the Yankees nothing. And now with the scoreboard, to carry you through the middle three, Frank Bessler. Okay, Bob, thank you very much. And that Washington-Baltimore first game shows uh, Baltimore leading 12 to 8. And now, wait a minute. Yeah, 12 to 8, that's right. Despite two home runs by Mike Epstein, that's at the end of eight innings. Gilbert is homered for Baltimore. Grisenda is now pitching for Washington and Lopez for the Baltimore Orioles. Detroit won, Cleveland won at the end of two. Mickey Stanley is homered for Detroit. Lolich against McDowell, a battle of left-handers. It is Houston six and Atlanta six at the end of six. Now Ray against Reed, and Rico Cardi is at home run number 16 for the Braves. In 16 innings this afternoon, St. Louis defeated Chicago 5-2 to two at Wrigley Field. And uh, here's a little information for you from the Yankee front office. The Yankees this evening signed their number two selection in the recent regular phase of the free agent draft. He is right-hand pitcher Rick Earl, Richard A. Earl, 18-year-old from Highland Park, New Jersey. He was signed by scout Frank O'Rourke this evening to a substantial bonus contract. The Yankees' number one selection, lefty Dave Cheadle of Asheville, North Carolina, was signed to a bonus contract Wednesday and is already reported for training to the Yankees' Johnson City Club of the Appalachian Rookie League. Earl also is signed with Johnson City and will report in time for the season opener on Tuesday. He was scouted by Frank O'Rourke, Hector Lopez, George Case, and others. We go now to the top half of the fourth inning. Jerry Kenny will lead off of the Yankees. Kenny walked his first time up. He's been the Yankees' only base runner so far against Sonny Siebert. The pitch turn is low and outside. Ball one. 
pitch will be coming. It is. It's outside. Ball two. Two and oh to Jerry Kenny. Nobody on, nobody out. Boston leading 2 nothing here in the top half of the fourth inning. Kenny, Mercer, and White. The wind-up by Siebert, the pitch to Kenny. He takes, and a strike one is called by the plate umpire, Russ Getz. Two and one. Back goes Smith. Back, back on the warning track to the wall. He's got it. What a catch. Wolioski, it was an almost impossible catch by Reggie Smith, who went all the way to the wall. He must have jumped all four or five feet off the ground. And look from here, tremendous spring in those legs. Went up and made the catch to Rob Kenny of at least a triple. Fielding play of the ball game. I didn't think he had a chance to get it. I could see that ball off the wall. Here's Mercer. Takes high. Ball one. Mercer popped up to the shortstop. Petroselli his first time up. Just a great, great catch by Reggie Smith. Right out there at the wall in straightaway center field. Siebert looks down at Satriano. Has the sign. The windup. The right-hander turns it loose. And Mercer takes high and tight. Ball two. Capacity crowd. In fact, some standees here at Fenway Park tonight. Center field bleachers are full. Crowd may go over 30. Here's the pitch to Mercer now. He takes low this time, and it's ball three. Three and all. Boston leading to nothing. Sonny Siebert cranks up, kicks and deals. Fastball is low ball four, and Mercer is on. Mercer and Roy White will be the batter. White fouled out to George Scott at third base his first time up. Even though Roy went hitless last night, he still remains the second highest hitter in the American League, batting 354. Yastrzemski holding on Mercer, and White slaps one foul off the first baseline. Strike one. Rod Carew of Minnesota leads the league with a 364 average. Roy White, after fouling out his first time, up, lost two points, so now, to be completely technical and accurate, he is hitting 352. Bends for the side, works off the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch to White. Inside with a fastball. One and one. Mercer takes a good lead at first base. The Yankees are taking a much bigger lead off first here in this series than we've seen him do before. The pitch to White. He bounces one to first. Flagged down by Yaz. Steps on the back. Throws to second safe. Mercer had to be tagged. And he beat the throw into second base as Petroselli took the throw. 
Once Yastrzemski stepped on first, White was out. Mercer was no longer involved in a force. They had to tag him out. Two down, and the batter will be Danny Cater. Cater is 0 for 1, fouled out to the first baseman Yastrzemski, who made a fine play on it in the second inning. This series has been replete with fine fielding plays. Set by Siebert, the pitch coming. Strike over the outside corner to Cater. Top half of the fourth, 2-0, Boston leading. No balls and a strike to Danny Cater. Mercer at second. Siebert studying very intently for the sign. Sets just above the belt. Kicks and deals. High and tight. One and one. Ball and a strike to Cater. They play him to pull, although Cater is very adept at going to right field. Siebert ready to work again. And the 1-1 pitch. Cater fouls it back, and right now on New York Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. The Yankees at home and away on WGY Schenectady. Eddie Watt has come on to pitch for Baltimore in the ninth inning. The last report, Baltimore was leading 12-8, Washington batting in the top of the ninth. Right here, it's one ball and two strikes on Cater. Siebert working very deliberately to Danny. Now Cater steps away. Pete Rickard has also come on to pitch for Baltimore. Which one was first, Rickard or Watt? Watt, and now Rickard has relieved Watt. Thank you. One-two pitch will be coming. Mercer at second, the set by Siebert. Here's the pitch. Cater takes it high, two and two. Rizzuto just comes in with one of the biggest sandwiches I have seen on the entire road trip, a quadruple <laughs> sandwich. They're ham and cheese. Lift it up. I don't want to touch it. Lift it up. Let me see it. Is it, is it, it it's not alive, is it? Just <laughs> no. pitch. Gator drills it out of the left field, but Billy Canigliaro is there and makes the catch. A line drive that hung up and was hit right at Billy Canigliaro. So the side is retired. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. One walk and one man left on base. And at the end of the top half of the fourth, the score is Boston 2 and New York nothing. So I'll tell you that uh, Earl Weaver's had to go to his bullpen very, very often, Phil, and that uh, sometimes can uh, not be too good over the stretch of the season. Absolutely. Right now, we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Rico Petroselli up there. Bonson's first pitch to him. Hit on the ground sharply to Hanson. He's got it. The throw to first base in time. And that's all for Petroselli. One pitch and one away. It will bring up George Scott, who flied out to Bluffery and right his first time up. This ball game, uh, sort of a uh, similar pattern. Uh, Bonson's last start in Kansas City when he had a shaky early going. Got behind, then settled down in that ball game and retired the last 14 men in a row. The windup on the pitch to Scott. Here it is. Low and inside, ball one. However, that 14 in a row quickly stopped as the first man up in this game, Mike Andrews, homered on top of the center field wall. 1-0 pitch from Bonson to Scott. Low, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. 
Billy Canigliao is on deck. Boston leading two to nothing. Scott looks at another one. This time it's outside, and the count goes to three and zero. Oh. Scott, strong right hand hitter, and the three zero oh pitch. He takes it low ball form. Well, there's one thing about George Scott. Especially tonight, he has been taking pitches for balls that he usually will swing at. So the book on him may have to be revised just a little bit. He has always been a notorious bad ball hitter. But tonight, he has been taking pitches that normally he would cut at. So Scott is on, and here is Billy Canigliao. Billy is the younger of the two Canigliao brothers. Came into this game batting 254, right-hand hitter, takes low ball one. So Bonson has just missed with his last five pitches. On deck, Tom Satriano, the catcher. Gator holding on Scott with one away. Infield tightens up in double play depth. Beset by Bonson. And the pitch coming. It is low and outside, ball two. Thurman Munson requests time and goes out to the mound to try to settle Bonson down a little bit. He has not been that wild. Bonson has just been missing barely on the four pitches to Scott and now the first two to Billy Canigliao. Bonson's very lovely brunette wife, Connie, in the stands watching the ball game tonight. Several of the Yankee wives are here. Gary Wozlewski's wife and young son watched him win last night's game. 2-0 pitch. Low and inside with a fastball. Ball three. Also, Lindy McDaniel's wife and two of his uh, three children, his daughter and the youngest son, were here last night. The oldest son, I understand, is still playing Little League ball down in their Texas home and won't join them until that season is over. Ball four comes in high. Canigliao walks. So Bonson, who did not walk a man through the first three and a third innings, has issued back-to-back walks on eight pitches to Scott and Billy Canigliao. And now Tom Satriano. Satriano is a left-hand hitter. And there will be some activity now in the Yankee bullpen. Ron Klimkowski will start loosening up. And he comes off the bench throwing pretty hard. Maybe one of those nights when all of a sudden it's gone, we don't know. But Bonson has snapped back from adversity before. We'll see. The pitch to Satriano. He takes, and it's ball one. Evidently a bit low. Bonson and Munson, I think, thought they deserved a better call on it. Quite a few that they thought they deserved a better call. One big one of Reggie Smith. 1-0 pitch now. Strike is called. Certainly true. Monson thought he had Smith struck out in the third inning. As he and uh, Munson argued on the call, and then Smith bounced the double down the right field line to drive in run number two. Boston leading two to nothing. Runners edge off at first and second, one out the pitch. It is low ball three. Let's check that. Make it ball two. Right now is having enough trouble without any help from me, I guess. Let's keep the count right. Two balls and one strike. 
Sometimes that plate has a tendency to jump around a little bit. The pitcher, Sonny Siebert, is out on deck. One away. Scott at second. Billy Canigli out first. The pitch. Satriano takes the strike. And now it's Satriano who doesn't believe it. The count is even at two and two. Bonson looks back to Ron Hanson, the shortstop. Up the middle, you got Munson, Bonson, and Hanson. The stretch by Bonson. The set. The 2-2 pitch to Satriano. Fouled it back on a check swing. Washington gave Baltimore a battle. They came up with two in the ninth, but fell too short, and Baltimore wins it 12-10. But as you said, they used a lot of pitches. Two, four, six pitches Baltimore used in that game. Six. Mm-hmm. I thought I had seven a moment ago. All right. There's a bouncing ball to clock. Let's see if they can get two. Throw to second. Out there. Back to first. Out there. Double play. It's a double play. Had it not been George Scott would have scored from second base. He didn't even slow down at third. He was coming all the way, and if they had not made the double play, Scott would have scored on some good base running on his part. But the Yankees turn over to Clark, to Hanson, to Kidder. For Boston, no runs, no hits. There were no Yankee errors. One man is left. And now at the end of four, the score is Boston two and the Yankees nothing. Well, the first game that the Yankees play when they return home from this road trip will be Wednesday against the Cleveland Indians, the big doubleheader, that's July 24th. First game will start at 1 p.m., but it will also be the second picture postcard day at Yankee Stadium. Remember the first one, Bobby Mercer's picture was given out this time. It will be Roy White. So come in, see the doubleheader, and get a good picture postcard of Roy White. Frank? Those are very, very fine pictures of the Yankee players. Uh, Yankee photographer Mike Grossbart took them, and he just did an excellent job. I've seen the uh, Mercer card, and I've also seen the Roy White card, and just very fine work. Here's Thurman Munson, right-hand hitter. Takes low ball one from Sonny Siebert. Munson grounded out to the second baseman Andrews his first time up. Actually, the ball was hit back off the fingertips of the pitcher Sonny Siebert, who slowed it down enough to be credited with an assist. One of those strange scoring rulings I've never understood, Phil. Next pitch. It is bounced foul off the third baseline. I can see it when the pitcher actually uh, throws the ball down enough to make the play possible. But when that ball just barely flicks the fingertip, it uh, can foul up the play more than it can help it. Right. Or if it deflects, if it's going through the middle and it kicks off his knee or his glove to the second or shortstop, then I can see it. One ball and one strike. The count to Thurman Munson. Seabird now takes too much time. Munson steps up. Robin Roberts years ago, Phil, pitching with Baltimore, seven. The ball is hit back toward the pitcher's mound. He wants to get out of the way of it. He said, with Louis Aparicio and Brooks Robinson behind him, why should I foul it up? True. 1-1 pitch now. Munson lines it out in the right field, make a run for the base hit. No! Canigliano's got it! That ball just stayed up there in the air, and Canigliano Coming in towards second base, was able to get to it and put it away. The ball was well hit. It had to be well hit for him to get to it. 
one down. And now Kurt Lumpery, who fouled out to third his first time up. Drive one is called to Lumpery as Siebert got the first pitch over at the knees. Now Lumpery having a little discussion with plate umpire Russ Gett. up in the one strike set. He changes up and misses outside and high. One and one. Boston leading two to nothing. We're in the top half of the fifth inning. Ron Hanson is on deck. Seaver deals. Fastball inside almost hits Leprey on the leg. Two balls and one strike. plays deep on Blepery with the exception of Scott at third. The wind-up the pitch. He pops it out on the first base side. Yastrzemski's got it back now coming in, but the pitcher is there. Seward makes the catch. Sonny Seward broke over off the mound almost to first base to make the catch on that one. As Yastrzemski was fooled by the ball off the bat, he started breaking down the first base line toward right field. Quickly stopped and came back. I think Yastrzemski could have made the play, but by then Seward was calling for it himself. and grounded out to short his first time up. Hanson chokes up about an inch on the bat handle. Steps into one and lets it go outside. Ball one. Took a big stride, but no swing. Boston out in front, two to nothing. Two outs and nobody out here in the top half of the fifth inning. The Yankees have not had a base hit off Sonny Siebert. He has walked two, and that's it. He kicks and deals, and Hanson takes low. Two balls and no strike. and takes it low and outside. Three balls and no strikes. Sonny Siebert in his career has pitched one no-hitter. That was against the Washington Senators in 1966. Three out to Hanson, right down the middle. Strike call, three and one. Everybody starts thinking about a no-hitter, Phil, after the fifth inning. You don't think about it too much before then. 3-1 delivery to Hanson. He hits it on the ground to third. It's going to be a foul ball. Dick Hauser grabs it. And Hauser now wants the plate umpire to take a look at it. Tosses it in to Santriano. Santriano gives it to Getz, and Getz is going to give it to the dugout. Full count, three and two. back on the left foot. Kicks and deals. Swing and a miss struck him out. Hanson fans, that is the second strikeout for Siebert in the ball game. And he gets the side in order. Three up, three down, nothing across. At the end of four and a half, the score is Boston two and New York nothing. Well, Phil, we understand that the Yankees have picked up a little uh, strength. 
as far as the team is concerned, as uh, Big John Ellis has arrived and uh, is, uniform, in, is in uniform now. John is uh, doing his two weeks Army Reserve duty, but he has the weekend off. So he is here and will be here for tomorrow night's game and Sunday afternoon's game. Well, I'm sure Ralph Houck is very happy with a short left field wall and a big, strong young man like Johnny Ellis around in case he needs him. Siebert's getting a nice round of applause as he comes up as the leadoff hitter in the bottom half of the fifth inning. He has not allowed the Yankees a base hit through five innings. He has walked two and struck out two. Siebert bats as he throws right-handed. He himself struck out, leading off the third. Monson wine, kicks and deals. Siebert hits it on the ground. It's short. Hanson to his right has it. The throw to first base. He's out. Throw one pitch, one away. Imagine Siebert uh, fell at this stage of the ball game was called by Eddie Casco to go up there if the first pitch is anywhere near there, swing at it, and just as soon you made out to get back right. on the bench and rest. Either hit one up on the screen or make out. That's exactly right. Good or nothing, Boston leading. Here is Mike Andrews. He is homered and single, two for two. He scored both runs. Homered leading off the first. Single and scored in the third. Right-hand batter. Way up close to the plate, and uh, the left foot way up in front of the plate. And the pitch to him. He steps back from a fastball inside of the knees. Ball one. Usually a two-run lead doesn't mean too much in this ballpark until the last out of the game. But the way Siebert has been pitching, it could be one of those nights. The pitch. Strike call. And now it's Mike Andrews who disagrees with Russ Gett. strike, one out and nobody on. Boston leading, good or nothing. Bonson to the windup. Right-hander deals. He is low this time. Two balls and a strike to Andrews. I always felt, Phil, with this Boston club, if you could keep Andrews off base, you could do a pretty good job with him. That's true, because those men in back of them are really dangerous. The two-one pitch is low for ball three. Between them last night uh, was Lusky and McDaniel kept him off base, and the Yankees won a close ball game three to two. Tonight he has been on twice and scored twice. Three one six. Ground ball foul past third base coach Eddie Popowski. Was Andrews homered in the first inning, but then in the third he got the base hit and scored on Reggie Smith's double that bounced over Peter's head down the right field line. Down now, three and two. Austin Wines kicks and deals. Inside with a fastball. Andrews goes down and now gets up and heads down to first base. That fastball was moving in on him, came right in under his chin. That is the third walk allowed by Bonson, and it brings up Reggie Smith, who fouled out to Cater his first time up and then doubles as he bounced one over Cater's head. Works off the stretch and deals. Smith swings and misses. A breaking pitch, strike one. No balls and a strike. Reggie Smith is a good outfielder and has a strong arm. 
off the back, he's a switch hitter. Changeup is way up high. One ball and one strike. Smith is a left-hand batter, is hitting 270. As a right-hand batter, 385. He's after this one and misses a fastball. Strike two. It's a ball and two strikes. Boston leading two to nothing. With one out, Andrews is at first base. Cater holding the inside corner on him. Hanson and Clark at double play depth. The pitch coming to Smith. There's a drive up the deep right field. Way back, way back. It is going. It's gone. A home run.
Demiglia crowds the play quite a bit. Bonson's next pitch. Fouled off his foot. A ball and a strike.
director, I believe, went down inside it in the film. It certainly did, and I think uh, that hurt a little bit. He was rocked back about four steps and came up to reach in and grab that ball. To Petrocelli. He lines it into left field base. So Petrocelli is on with the third hit of the inning for Boston. That is the Red Sox seventh hit in the ball game, and it brings up George Scott. Scott flies to right in the second, drew a walk in the fourth. Peter will hold the inside corner at first. Kenny protects the line deep at third base. Hanson and Clark sort of squeeze up the middle on George Scott. The pitch to him. He takes a strike. Nothing in one. Boston leading five to nothing here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. With Petrus Elliott first. Two out. Boston off the stretch. Kicks and deals. Scott sends a fly ball on a deep center field. Way, way back. Mercer is after it. Mercer makes the catch on the run. A good 400 feet up there in straightaway center field. So the side is retired. But the Red Sox came up with a long ball for three runs on three hits. No errors and a man left. And at the end of five, the score is Boston five and New York nothing. Frank Sabatino has come out to pinch it for Stan Bronson to lead off the sixth inning. Sabatino uh, doesn't get too many chances to swing that bat, but he's going to be up here right now. Tepadino is hitting 286. As a pinch hitter, Tepadino is 3 for 9, a 333 average as a pinch hitter. He's a left-hand batter. Scott has it. He had to move around a lot after setting up under it. 
This is the first time this year Scott has played third base, and of course uh, you got a completely different angle on the ball there than you do playing first base. He's been a little bit uncertain, but he has made the plays. That is one, two, three, four pop-ups he's had. The other three were in foul territory, this one in fairground. Two down. Gary Kenny, the batter, he has walked and was robbed of at least a triple on a great catch by Reggie Smith out in center field. Siebert sits to him. He takes a strike on a fastball. Nothing in one. The only Yankee base runners have been Jerry Kenny, who walked in the first. And Bobby Mercer, who walked in the fourth. Seward being very deliberate about every pitch now. Wines, kicks, and fires. In the dirt, dug up by Satriano. One ball and one strike. One, one, third. Low, ball two. Two and one. empty, two away. Siebert ready to work again to Kenny. 2-1 pitch to Jerry. High ball, three. Three balls and one strike. Three-one offering with two outs. Base is empty. Kenny fouls it back. It'll be just overhead. Count is four, three, and two. Well, the Yankees have gone in the ball game this year without getting a base hit with eight innings. Jim Rooker of Kansas City had a no-hitter for eight innings against the Yankees in New York, and Horace Clark foiled it, and the Yankees put on to win the ball game in 12 frames. Three-two pitch to Kenny. Here it comes. Jerry pops it up in foul ground. Down comes Scott from third. Satriano is after it, and the catcher makes the catch in foul territory to retire the side. Kenny fouls out to Satriano, and it's a 1 2 3 inning for Sonny Siebert, who has now retired the last eight. At the end of the drop of the six, the score is Boston 5 and New York nothing. Ron Klimkowski comes on now to pitch for the Yankees. Dan Bonson went five innings, gave up five runs on seven hits, walked three, struck out two. Tomkowski has been used primarily as a long relief man and spot starter this year. He has a record of no wins and two losses. His only decisions came to Washington and also to the California Angels. Last time out, Tomkowski pitched one and two-thirds innings against the White Sox in Chicago in the ball game that was lost by Fritz Peterson. He's also uh, pitched another one-third of an inning on the road trip out in Kansas City in the 12-inning ball game that Lindy McDaniel and the Yankees won 9-4. to four. Well, we have a moment here. Saw an old buddy of ours uh, before the game tonight, uh, former American League umpire Bill Kinnaman. Oh, how's William doing? He's doing very well. He's uh, had a couple of operations on uh, his hip, but he's able to get around all right, and he is uh, 
working in the umpire training program under the minor league uh, office of uh, Phil Patron out in Columbus. Oh, wonderful, wonderful news. He is one of the supervisors. We'll uh, tell you more about that story if we have a chance. Right now, Billy Coniglia steps in against Kremkowski, and the first pitch, he swings and misses strike one. Billy Kinnig is routed out to second and walks. No balls and one strike. Lined up in the pitch. Low curve is down low. One and one. There is quite a training program for minor league umpires underway now. Bill Kinnaman. Oh, how's William going? He's doing very well. He's uh, had a couple of operations on uh, his hip, but he's able to get around all right, and he is uh, working in the umpire training program under the minor league uh, office of uh, Phil Patron out in Columbus. Oh, wonderful, wonderful news. He is one of the supervisors. We'll uh, tell you more about that story if we have a chance. Right now, Billy Coniglia steps in against Klimkowski, and the first pitch, he swings and misses strike one. Billy Konig is grounded out to second and walks. No balls and one strike. up in the pitch. Low curve is down low. One and one. There is quite a training program for minor league umpires underway now. One one pitch. Fast ball inside. Two balls, one strike. With that think Phil if they had to do something because eventually they could have run out of competent umpires in the major league level. They very well could, especially they have to retire at a fairly early age right now. 55, I believe. Mm -hmm. With a couple of exceptions. 2-1 pitch. Bouncer foul off the plate. Count is 2-2. Two two. Bill said the uh, program has been very successful so far. Last year, uh, 28 out of 29 umpires finished the season. Uh, new people that uh, were subsidized under this program. And so far this year, they have uh, introduced 16, and they have all continued so far this season. Great. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. out strikes out. So Klimkowski comes out of the bullpen to strike out the first man he faces, Billy Canigliao. He'll now pitch to the left-hand hitter, Tom Sapriano. Sapriano bounced back to Bonson in the second, grounded into a double play started by Horace Clark in the fourth. Incidentally, Bill said that uh, he would like me to invite anybody who was interested in becoming an umpire to contact the National Association of Professional Baseball Clubs in Columbus, Ohio. Strike call over the outside corner, it's one and one. The requirements age-wise are that you be at least 19 and not over 33. They'd be happy to hear from anyone who wished to take up umpiring. A ball outside, two and one. That address again is... Just address National Association of Professional Baseball, Columbus, Ohio. So Billy might get a lot of applications through that. He said, that's fine, the more the better. There's a bouncing ball right back to Klimkowski. He's got it on one hop, lobs it over to Keter, and there are two down. The hand is for Sonny Siebert. 
Bill, I'm going to estimate somewhere around 30,000 round figures. And uh, just about everyone, even the Yankee fans here, have to applaud Siebert as he comes up. He has pitched an excellent ball game through six. The pitch to him. He takes a strike over the inside corner. Siebert has not allowed a base hit to the Yankees. He has walked two. And working on a 5 nothing shutout. Kowski deals. It's a fastball low. One ball and one strike. Base is empty. Two away. And the 1-1 pitch. He bounces it off the plate. It's over the mound. Klimkowski knocks it down. Picks it up. Has, throws the first. He's got him. Siebert could have run that one out and beaten it out. But uh, there again, I'm sure at this stage of the ball game, under orders not to get on base. He just sort of walked down to first base. Had he elected to run it out, he, I'm sure, could have made it. But right now, they're more interested in him uh, continuing this excellent job on the mound than they are in him getting on base and tiring himself out. Three up, three down, nothing across. And at the end of six, the score is Boston five and the Yankees nothing. And now with scores of other games and to carry you through the final three innings of this one, ladies and gentlemen, we turn it over to the scooter, Phil Rizzuto. All right, Frank, in that first game of the Twin Bill, uh, Baltimore defeated Washington 12-10, a slugfest. 18 hits for Baltimore, 13 for Washington. The winner, Palmer, who started, he's 10-3 and three now, and Bosman, the loser, is 6-6. Six and six. Mike Epstein had two homers, one with a man on and one with the bases loaded. Six RBIs for Mike, a big night. John Buford had his seventh of the year. The second game, it's Cox against Harden. No score as yet. Detroit and Cleveland, the Indians are leading 3-2 at the end of 5. Lolich against McDowell. Mickey Stanley got his second home of the year, and Jim Northrup is 11th. But McDowell out in front, 3-2. Minnesota nothing, Kansas City nothing, end of 2. Fly 11 against Drago. Milwaukee at California, Chicago at Oakland, latest starts. In the National League, the Mets scored 7 runs in the bottom of the 1st. And leading the Phillies 7-0, Bunning started Palmer in the 1st, Siva going for the Mets. Boswell got his fourth of the year in his second with one on, but that game is now being held up because of rain. Pittsburgh four, Montreal nothing into three, McGinn against Moose. Dodgers one, Cincinnati nothing into three and a half, Singer against Nolan. Atlanta beat Houston seven to six, Reed the winner, and Ray the loser, Rico Cotty got his 16th of the year. And they're in the 16th inning now, the Cardinals, wait a minute, the Cardinals defeated the Cubs. To two. Gotta check that score. Right now, Bobby Mercer, who has popped a short and walked, takes a pitch inside. Seaver into the windup. His pitch foul back and out of play. One on one. afternoon game, the Cardinals beat the Cubs 5-3 in uh, 16 innings. One ball, one strike on Mercer. The Yankees trail 5-0. Seabus pitch up the middle and oh, what a play by Petroselli! Holy cow, Rico Petroselli diving through the air. Fourth the ball, turned completely over as half the infield on his uniform and saves the no-hitter Sonny Siebert. That ball looked like it was going right out to center field. 
caught the ball before it hit the ground. Turned completely over and it's one out here's Roy White. Takes the strike. What a play by Petroselli. Reggie Smith saved a no-hitter in the fourth inning of Jerry Kenny deep against the center field fence. Has one popped up and out of play. Strike two, nothing in two. Didn't think Rico had a chance on that one at all. So it's one out. Nobody on and the Yankees trailing 5-0. The wind up the pitch, foul, back in the crowd and out of play. Still 0-2. crowd. Everybody knows that Siebert going for a no-hitter right now. He's gone six in the third innings. Allowed just two runners on those base on balls. The two-strike pitch almost hit Roy White. Just did get out of the way. A ball and two strikes. On deck, Danny Cater. All right, Siebert ready. His curve bounced to first base just since he has it. Flips the Siebert covering in time, and Roy White is out of there. So it's two off. And the batter, Danny Cater, popped it first and lined to left field. Well, our rookie announcer, Bob Gamir, almost saw a no-hitter at Yankee Stadium. I'll tell you one thing, this will be the craziest no-hitter since Bobo Holloman. The way the Yankees have been hitting the ball. They've been hitting it right at people all night. Do you recall? remember Bobo Holloman? Oh, you bet I do. It's the only game he ever won in the big leagues. Uh, I didn't see the game, but that. I read Silvac's book. Uh-huh. All right, here's Danny Cater. Two out, nobody on. The pitch is over the outside corner strike call. And this crowd is roaring with every pitch. And I tell you, the next seven batters, including Cater, it will be excitement. The pitch, swing and a miss. Well, he just did foul tip. It held by Satriano. Strike two. And nothing. The Red Sox lead top of the seventh. And it's not the score now. It's hitter by hitter for Sonny Siebert. He's ahead of Cater now, 0-2. He winds. The pitch ground ball is short. Petroselli has it. Fires the first in time. And listen to the hand now for Siebert and Rico Petroselli as he comes in. have been home runs. So the fans taking their seventh inning stretch. And as we've been mentioning, Siebert has already pitched one no-hitter. Not this year, but he pitched it when he was with Cleveland. Back in 66. He pitched the zeros against the Washington Senators. And he gives the Red Sox quite a boost, I'll tell you, if he can do it tonight. But it's not over yet. Bottom of the seventh inning. And here's the Ben Thorn on the Yankees side. He scored three runs. He's been up three times. Mike Andrews. Yes, he's homered, singled and walked. Drove himself in in the first inning. Reggie Smith drove him in in the third and fifth inning. The Red Sox have been playing long ball tonight, and the first pitch is low ball one. Home runs by Andrews, Reggie Smith, and Yastrzemski. The Red Sox have seven hits. 
The top three men in the order have six of those seven hits. One ball, one strike now on Mike Andrews. Reggie Smith, who is on deck, has driven in three runs in this ball game. A 1-1 pitch, line drive, but Clark is there this time, and they finally get Andrews out. One away and out, Reggie Smith pops her first double a right and homer. His double a right was an unusual one, as he hit a Baltimore chop over Danny Cater's head. Andrews, who was on first, scored all the way from first. Before Bleffrey could retrieve the ball and get it in. Pitch to Reggie, strike one called. One out, nobody on. Bottom of the seventh, Red Sox leading 5-0. Zimkowski winds, change up his high ball two. Check that, one and one. Switch hitter. He holds that bat high over his head. Low with the fastball. Two a mile. On deck, Carl Yastrzemski. The 2-1 delivery. Swing and a miss. Two and two. Just did nick it. Foul tip. You get the sign from Russ Gitt. Two of the home runs by the Red Sox tonight, Andrews and Yastrzemski have gone to straightaway center field bleachers. The 2-2 pitch, swinging and a miss, strike three, got him. Got the tough Reggie Smith, second strikeout for Klimkowski, and it brings up Yastrzemski. He has singled, homed, and bounced to short. He has also stolen the base. Side corner strike call. Low one on one. One ball, one strike, two up. Tony C on deck. One pitch is bounced to first base. Cater has it. He'll make the play unassisted, and that's all for you, Strunsky. Three up, three down, and now at the end of seven ball innings, it's the Red Sox five, the Yankees nothing. Boston leading, and Siebert is pitching a no-hitter, trying for his second in the major league. Pitching one for the Cleveland Indians a few years back against the Washington Senators. Tatiano's throw goes on down to second base, we're set for action. The second time this year, the Yankees have gone this long without a base hit. They won that game against Jim Rooker at Yankee Stadium, but it was only 1-0 when he was pitching the no-hitter. This one's 5-0. And anything can happen in baseball. Let's see what happens at the top of the eighth, Bill. I have Thurman Munson, who has been robbed of two... I have Thurman Munson, who has been robbed of two base hits, a fine play by Mike Andrews in the second inning to throw him out. And a line drive to Canigliaro in the fifth inning. The ball was rising when Tony caught it. So Tony Siebert. 
Six outs away from a no-hitter. The pitch is outside ball one. On deck, Kirk Leffrey. Hebert Wines. His pitch is in there. Strike called one-on-one. You can hear the crowd on all the strikes. On the balls, they hold their breath. And every time a ball is hit, they hold their breath. one pitch. Swing and a foul back out of play. Well, Sonny Siebert has walked two and struck out just two. He has not been overpowering. One ball, two strikes on Thurman Munson. The wind up. And a pitch high and tight, two and two. Thurman had a duck down as the ball went over his head. See the Red Sox defense on their toes. They played Petroselli made last inning to save the no-hitter at Dandy. They're ready to do it again. High and tight, ball three. Full count. ready for the payoff pitch. Here it comes. Swing and a drive to deep left field. Canigliaro back by the fence and makes the catch just in front of the scoreboard. Billy Canigliaro played that very well. He went back. Touched the fence. Knew he couldn't go back anymore. Then was able to come in the one step to make the play. On out and we pause for station identification. The Yankees at home and away on WGY Connected. All right, the pitch to Bluffery is inside ball one. You remember we had mentioned that the wind had just changed direction. Instead of blowing straight out, it started to blow from left field to right field. And that was the difference in that ball hitting the fence and being caught. Kurt Bluffery popped to third, popped to the pitcher. Takes the pitch low, ball two, two and up. You're right, Phil, and a fellow like Ruffery now will be helped by the change of direction because it's blowing just about straight out towards uh, right field. All right, two and all the count, and you can see the fans are umpiring now. They thought that last one should have been a strike. The pitch inside, ball three. being a little careful with Kurt Bluffery, knowing the home run Bluffery hit last night. Now the 3-0 delivery. High ball four on four pitches. Bluffery walks. That's the third walk given up by Sonny Sabert. And it brings up Ron Hansen, who has bounced to short and struck out. And coming out on deck, Pete Ward. Will bat for Ron Klimkowski. By 
have one out. Lefrey at first base. The Red Sox leading 5-0 in the eighth. Pitch to Hanson, foul, and he was trying to go to right field with Yastrzemski holding Blefrey at first. Hanson trying to punch one in the hole be between first and second. Ron Hanson playing in place of Gene Michael. Blefrey with a short lead, a stretch, and a pitch popped up. Say Fenway's a tough park to pitch a no-hitter and you think of the, the wall out in left field, but there's another case. Just that little bit of room in foul territory. That's true. You don't get uh, too many chances for the catcher with foul balls because there isn't that much room behind home plate. So everything should be against Sonny Tabor. But so far, he's battled the elements, battled the Yankees. And 0-2 pitch coming up to Hanson. Here it is, a curve a little bit high. You heard the crowd falling. They thought the curve was in there. Listen to them. <laughs> they are really... One ball, two strikes, and listen. If I were Russ Getz, should Hanson get a base hit now instead of being struck out? I think I'd run out to the middle of the diamond to be safe. He's going to swing, Bill. <laughs> and now Satriano is arguing with Russ Getz a little bit. And the crowd gives Satriano a hand. One ball, two strikes, one out. Five-nothing, the Red Sox lead in the top of the eighth. The stretch by Seaver. Pitch to Hanson. Almost hit him. Two and two. Pete Ward still swinging the bat on deck. Siebert really taking his time out there, and you can't blame him. Now he stretches. Side on pitch to Hanson, line to left field, Canigliaro back on the warning track. He's there, makes the catch, and it's two out. And now Pete Ward. Ward batting for Klimkowski with two out in the top of the eighth inning. Leading five to nothing. Mike Kekich is up in the Yankee bullpen. Pete Ward. Uh, Sonny Siebert just four outs away from getting in the record book. Horace Clark on deck. Stretch by Siebert. Pitch to Ward. It's a curve over. Strike one.
Jones and a strike. Seabit into the set position. Kerr bounced to second base right at Andrews. He's up with it. Throws the Estremsky in time. Just three outs to go. Seventh inning of a line drive. 
Here's the pitch. High and outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Kekich, the California lefty, delivers. A swing and a high pop up out of play. Foul first base side. The ball floating into the lower deck. And it's one ball and one strike. Red Sox lead five to nothing. Sonny Siebert pitching a no-hitter through eight innings. We're now in the bottom of the eighth. And Kekich is trying to mop things up for the Yankees here. One and one the count. Dolomire and Peterson will go the next two nights. Fastball, swing and a miss. Strike two, one ball and two strikes. Nobody's left. 32,000 plus. The capacity crowd here at Fenway Park. A wind-up. And the pitch. High and inside, it's two and two. Early in the game, the Yankees were really socking the ball off, see, but unbelievable line drives being caught. But of late, he has been the master. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Here's the pitch. Outside for ball three, it's three and two. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Red Sox batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Five nothing. Red Sox with seven hits, Yankees with none. Mike Hackett winds, the 3-2 pitch, low and inside, ball four. So Petroselli draws a base on ball. And he'll bring up George Scott. Scott is 0-3. See, Baltimore is winning their nightcap from Washington 2-0 after one. Orioles won the first game 12-10. So the Yankees could wind up three games out of first place after tonight. But you still have to say it's been a good road trip. Should the Red Sox win this, the Yankees would still have won five out of seven. Here's the pitch. Scott takes strike one at call. No balls with one strike. Red Sox have had 14 no-hit games over the years. The 0-1 pitch. Scott takes tie for a wall, one-on-one. Goes back to Cy Young in 1904. Some of you old-timers will remember these names. Jesse Tannehill, also in 1904. Bill Deneen in 1905. Cy Young again, 1908. Joe Wood in 1911. To stretch. Kekich to George Scott. Swing, line drive, hit down the right field line. of flight into the stage there. Bounding around in the corner of right field. Bluffery is after it. Fouling the third is special sorry. They're going to send it in. Bluffery throws on indicator. Going to third is George Scott. And George has a triple. Triples to right field, and that is the fourth triple for George Scott. You wouldn't think of a big ball like Scott as being a triple hitter. But I guess that's where he gets them, down the right field line. They play him way over the pole. There's a lot of room in right field, and he just sliced it in there. Three bases, the Red Sox six, and the Yankees nothing. Here's Billy Canigliaro, the left fielder. One out here in the bottom of the eighth. Kekich winds, delivers high and outside, ball one. Continuing with Red Sox no-hitters, Joe Wood in 1911, George Foster in 1916, Dutch Leonard in 1916, Ernie Shaw in 1917, Dutch Leonard again in 1918. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball up against the mezzanine and back into the sky view boxes. That's just quite a bounce. 
Howard Emke had one in 1923. Mel Parnell in 1956. Man, they were a long time without a no-hitter. From 1923 to 1956. And Earl Wilson in 62. And Billy Mambo Kidd is now a Yankee scout in 62. Pitches on the corner, strike two. Bill Mambo Kidd is the Yankee scout here in the New England area. And then Dave Moorhead in 1965. That was the last one for the Red Sox. We mentioned Billy Roar came within one out in Yankee Stadium. One ball, two strikes, the windup. Here's the pitch, swing. Fly ball, hit deep to center field. Murphy going back. He's there, turns, and he makes the catch. Tagging up is George Scott, and here he comes. Seven to nothing, Boston. Sacrifice fly for Billy Canigliano. in a way, adds more attention to the no-hitter because Red Sox are just about putting the game out of the wood, leading 7 to nothing. If anybody gets a hit in the ninth inning, there's going to be a mass exodus. The pitch to Satriano is high for a ball. Two outs, nobody on. On deck is Sonny Seaver. And he's getting a hand just coming out of the on-deck circle. One ball and no strikes for Satriano. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball back. One and one. no-hitter in a Red Sox ball game was 1968. Tommy Phoebus pitched one for Baltimore against Boston. Second delivery inside for a ball, and it's 2-1. Bottom of the eighth, Boston 7, Yankees nothing. Swing and a bounce to the first base. Danny Cater belt high has it. Steps on the bag. That's it. In the top half of the eighth inning, the Red Sox get two runs, one hit, no Yankee errors, and nobody left on. And we go to the ninth inning. Sonny Siebert now back in the dugout taking off his warm-up jacket. He's coming out to try and pitch a no-hitter. The score, Boston 7 and the Yankees nothing. pitching a no-hitter against the New York Yankees. The Red Sox leading at 7 to nothing, And Horace Clark, Jerry Kenny, and Bobby Mercer will be the batters for the Yankees. Awful lot of people with Sonny Seaver right now. A lot of times you have a one nothing game, and a lot of the uh, partisans for the opposition, of course, they still hope to win the ball game. When you get along about 7 to nothing, it's an awful lot to ask for a club to come up with eight runs. Horace Clark gets set to step in. Horace has popped out to the catcher. 
Top to third on the three and two pitch, and top to third again. He's 0 for three. Sonny Steve with the big right hander into the windup. The pitch to Clark inside ball one. Horace broke up Jim Rooker's no hitter, leading off the ninth inning at Yankee Stadium. How is this for history repeating itself? And Horace is leading off the ninth inning against Sonny Seabit, who has a no-hitter. Here it comes. It's low. 2-0. Two, two balls and no strikes to Horace Clark. And again, there's a little less pressure on Seabit because he's already pitched the no-hitter. 2-0 the count. Sonny Seabit into the windup. In comes the pitch. Swing, line drive, hit out over second base. Here comes the niggly out. Big hit, a base hit. Horace Clark singles. Goes halfway between first and second and goes back, and Horace has done it again. So the Yankees have broken up the no-hitter. How do you like that? Horace Clark leading off tonight, just as he did against Jim Rooker. No doubt about it, a solid line drive. Here's Jerry Kenny. Kenny has walked wide to center and popped out to the catcher. The stretch. Clark with the lead. The pitch, Kenny swings, there's a drive, hit deep to left center field. Way back, Canigliaro going back, he jumps, and he can't get this off the fence. Horace Clark on his way to third, Kenny to second, they're both safe. So bang, bang, a single by Clark, a double by Kenny. Yankees still have a long way to go, but they're starting to hit the ball. We mentioned earlier the way they were stocking the ball, earlier in the ball game, hitting rocket shots. Commented at the time that it would be the craziest no-hitter from Bobo Holloman. And he got hit all over the park, but everybody came up with the ball. However, the last couple innings, Steven was mowing him down. He has not been overpowering. He only has a couple of strikeouts. We're going to have some activity now in the Boston Red Sox bullpen. In the meantime, second and third. The windup. The pitch to Mercer. Swing, a bounty ball foul outside of first. Just announcing on the PA what we gave you a moment ago that Clark broke up Rooker's no hitter. That's Cal Coons, the former Met, who's throwing for the Red Sox. They just picked him up a week or so back. The other man is Foggy Lyle from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Seven nothing the Red Sox. Yankees are second and third. Nobody out in the ninth inning. All right, Sonny Seaver looks in to get the sign. It's 0 1 to Bobby Mercer. Steep it into the windup. And the pitch. Slow curve. Line drive. Base hit to right field. It's down the line going over to get it. Tony Canigliaro. Two-run score. Bobby Mercer holds his first. It's seven to two. And how do you do? Three hits in a row for the Yankees. And time is called. And Eddie Casco coming out of the mound. So two RBIs for Mercer. Is it possible? 7-2, the Red Sox lead it, and here comes Roy White up to the bat. Pretty hard to take out, Sonny Steven, at this point, after the Yankees pitch. Wouldn't that be something? However, still a long way to go, but there's nobody out. A single by Clark, a double by Kenny, a single by Mercer. It's 7-2, and here's Roy White. down the trying when they go down and it hasn't been too often that they've gone down lately the stretch check of the runner the pitch to Roy White swing long drive to right field Canigliaro going back it is high it is far it is gone a home run 
off for Sonny Sebas. He picks a no-hitter to the ninth inning. He's given up a single, a double, a single, and a tremendous home run. It's 7-4, and there goes the card to the bullpen, and Sievert is finished. Roy White's first hit in the series. 7-4. Two more RBIs for White. That gives him 48. His 11th home run of the season. Oh, man. A no-hitter till the ninth inning. And it's now 7-4. And it's just like starting the ninth inning over again because there's nobody out, nobody on. Now, we mentioned they had uh, Rocky Lyle, the lefty. And here's the hand to Stephen. for Boston is Clarky Lyle. We had lunch with Clarky today, and he hasn't been going well for Boston. He said his big problem has been getting the ball over the plate. He got off to a great start in the month of April, but since April was over, Clarky hasn't had it for Boston. He's 0-2. His ERA is 5.47. 26 in the third innings. He's given up 18 runs and 22 hits. Clarky's walked 22, struck out 18. Man, if you just tuned in, you've missed a thrilling night here at Fenway Farm. Red Sox were leading 7-0 coming into the ninth, and Sonny Seba pitching a no-hitter. There's nobody out in the ninth. Four runs are in. It's 7-4. And Danny Cater coming up for the Yankees. Cater, Munson, and Bleffrey. Not too many people left. We figured if the Yankees got a hit in the ninth, that there'd be a mass exodus. Well, if they started to go, they came back. But who would believe that they'd break it up like this? Bombs away. Single, double, single home run. Here's Danny Cater. Danny's looking for his first hit in the series. He's 0 for 3. 7-4, Boston. Top of the ninth. Nobody out, and K to the batter, nobody on. So Sparky Lyle has come on to pitch. Sparky into the windup, the left-hander to Cater. Swing, a high bounding ball down the third base line, coming in fast with Scott. Up with it, throw to first, out. One out. So Sparky Lyle comes out of the bullpen, and Cater goes for the first one and bounces out to Scott. Here's Thurman Munson. Munson was robbed of a base hit in the second inning when he hit a bouncer. That was just touched by the pitcher, Siebert, and then Mike Andrews made a fine play. Then he hit a long drive. It was a big out, a solid shot to right field, and then he slid out deep to left field, so he's hit it well. All three times up. One out. Pitch to Munson. Swing and a miss, strike one. No balls and one strike. Seven to four, Boston, top of the ninth. Wind up by Lyle, the pitch, swing, line drive, hit the left field, here comes Canigliaro, Billy makes the catch, and Munson has been robbed tonight. Four times he's hit it on the nose, and he's 0 for 4. 
two outs, and Kurt Lefferty will not bat against the lefty. Ron Woods will pinch hit. Now the exodus begins as Woods steps in, two outs in the ninth. Rocky Lyle has found the range here in the ninth inning. Thrown three pitches and gotten two outs. The pitch to Ron Woods. Check swing, a little roll down the first baseline. Could be the ball game. Picked up by Yaz, tagged Woods, and the game is over. What a job by Lyle. Four pitches, three outs. For the Yankees in the ninth inning, four runs, four hits, no errors, nobody left. The game's over. The final score, Boston seven and New York four. Hi, fans. This is Thurman Munson of the New York Yankees speaking. Celebrate the midsummer holiday, the 4th of July, at Yankee Stadium. Yes, Saturday, July 4th, will be Yankee Ball Day. Every young fan, 14 and under, accompanied by an adult, will receive a fine Wilson Little League Baseball with the Yankee team name printed on each one. Good seats are available now at all Yankee ticket outlets for Ball Day when Ted Williams and his call for Washington Senators will be facing our up-and-coming Yankees. So, kids, be sure to get Mom and Dad to take you out to Yankee Stadium on Saturday afternoon. July the 4th for the big ball day event with the Washington Senators meeting our New York Yankees. Let's have a ball. Right after that. 